This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hello and welcome to Anatomy of Us, a show dedicated to bringing real help to real couples. I'm your host, Melanie Studley. What's up, guys? My name is Seth Studley. I'm a licensed marriage and family therapist, and together we are high-performance marriage coaches. We are cutting through the bullcrap and creating a movement of happy, healthy, badass couples all over the world. Let's go! What's up, guys? We're going to take a quick break and talk about Anatomy of Us high-performance marriage coaching. We love coaching. We love helping people. Think about a time when you have helped someone and it feels amazing. That's what we get to do every single day. And when you have a coach that loves their job as much as we do, stuff happens. Every time you meet with us, you get a custom action plan created just for your needs and what we've been talking about that day. It is so rad and helpful. That's right. I was thinking about this yesterday. We don't need clients. We want clients. We want to be your coach. We desire happiness, health, great sex, great communication, excellent relationships with your kids and family, and a career of your dreams. You guys, this happens in coaching. So when you are ready, go to anatomyofus.com forward slash coaching. We'll get on a call and we will see how we can create exactly the life and relationships and marriage that you want. All you got to do is go for it. I promise you, We've spent a lot of money on coaching. We've gone through it before, and it is priceless. Your dreams are out there. I encourage you to go click anatomyofus.com forward slash coaching to get on a call with us. Coaching with us will change your life. Can't wait to start working with you. This episode contains explicit language that is not very good for tiny ears. So if you're with your kids, put your headphones on. Take it away, mom and dad. It's time for the show. Let's go. Hello and welcome to Anatomy of Sex. I'm your host, Melanie Studley. What's up, guys? My name is Seth. I'm a licensed marriage and family therapist. And today is a free episode of Anatomy of Sex. Usually you can find other episodes if you go to patreon.com forward slash anatomy of marriage to get anatomy of sex dropped in your inbox every single week and this is a pretty good one so it's not usually you can find them you can always find more episodes maybe you can maybe you can i don't know (laughs) it's not not like a hit or miss yeah Um, okay so we are answering a listener question today it says how can i forgive my husband's past hookups and porn addiction porn addiction Mm. and it says um he is in recovery but the past is hard to forget after all of the discoveries sexting both men and women and with two hookups at a glory hole that's never good that's never can we define what a glory hole is because i kind of think i know (laughs) i mean i think i made an assumption of what it is as well i don't (laughs) want to define that i'm not interested they have those yeah you didn't know that they were real it's just a hole in the wall that you put your dick in (laughs) i guess (laughs) let's not talk too much about it oh (laughs) whoa what is that a glory hole. Wait a minute. What isn't the glory hole on um the uh when you do um glass blowing? They call it the glory yes, hole. Yes, it is. I think. Burn your junk off if you hit that. <laughs> okay. Pubes <laughs> just gone. Oh, oh gross! <laughs> you just went gross. It was funny. I thought of a, a steamy hot hole. <laughs> we watched Blown Away on uh the glass blowing show all the time. So that's yeah. What we're so talking anyway, about. okay. Um. A short answer with like super 
high-level, individuated, differentiated people to this would be, how can I forgive my husband's past hookups and porn addiction? Is you just do. Yeah. Like you decide to forgive. Which is the and if you're like, answer no shit, ever. Seth, thanks for nothing. Yeah. Thanks for nothing. I'm telling everybody in the world never to listen to this show again because it sucks. Uh, that was funny. However, when you decide to do something and you decide unabashedly, 100%, I'm taking the island, so I'm burning the boats, that brings you real, real freedom. Mm-hmm. And, I'll, and I'll give you a really, really awesome example. I could probably give you a thousand examples. No. We only need one. I'll give you two examples. Just two. When we were going through the shit of shit, and I said to myself, I says, nope, I don't care what happens. I am praying five, six times a day. I don't give a damn what you think about it. Mm-hmm. I know this to be one trillion percent right. That's all I know to do. There was no turning back. There was no no second guessing, even when you were hemming and hawing and all kinds of stuff. Because equally, as much as you hemmed and hawed, you said thank you. You said, wow, this is great. No, right? I never said those things to you out loud. No, Just- you did. You did. I remember specifically. Yeah. I remember specifically. Oh. <laughs> right? So I decided, it's like, there's no way that I'm not going to do this. The other one is, and this goes off of actual a lot of research. You guys should check out Dr. Benjamin Hardy. He's been on the show. He um, is a uh, research psychologist, and he talks about 100% at anything is way easier than 80%. And you think that that's like, whoa, well, Doing less is easier. Doing Harder. less, sh- doing less should be easier, right, Seth? Like me running to the top of the hill, a hundred percent, or me just going eighty percent away. That's technically easier than the remainder twenty percent, right? No, it's not because the stuff that you learn in that remaining twenty percent, and the stuff that you learn from the one hundred percent that you put in, changes your whole paradigm. Mm, right? You understand what I'm saying? So. Another example, 75 hard. When I do not have a choice to drink alcohol, to eat a thousand scones, to not drink water, to not work out. When I don't have a choice, I don't even think about those things. I just do them. I just do them. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah, but you. I thought you were... Because, oh, okay. yeah, because I made the choice. I was like, I commit to this one thing, the, the idea of 75 hard... There's no cheating. There's no nothing. There's no deviation of it. All the choices are made for me. All I have to do is do it. Right. Understand what I'm saying? Yes. So that is what I'm saying when, oh, how do I forgive? You just do. Right. You forgive every single second of every single day. You make it front and center of your mind. If you want to repair this now, because there's been so much cheating and all this stuff, you may not, I mean, I've had clients before. They're like, yo, I've dealt with this for a long time. My next 10 years is not going to be repairing and babysitting and wondering if they are going to do it again. Even if they don't, that is in the back of my mind. I don't want that. I'm out. That's okay too. You know what I'm saying? That's okay. But if you're in this and you're like, I am going to forgive, then forgive and let it go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just sent... So this very morning I was listening to... Bob Proctor's Ultimate Library, isn't that what it's called? Bob Rich! (laughs) Holding on to the key. Bob Proctor's the best, by the way. Yes. 
But uh, this is a uh, quote that I literally sent to myself. It says, you have to think and act like the person you want to become. Mm. And so if you want... You so must change your paradigm. Mm-hmm. So if you... If you, so you're saying, how do I forgive? How do I forgive my partner? Let me relook at the question just to make sure. How can I forgive my husband's past hookups and porn addiction? So what do you want that to look like? So let's start with that. And let's not start with like, how do I forgive? What does that mean? How does it work? Let's start with what does it look like to have already done all of those things? What is the vision that you can cast of in one month from now? I want a quick check in your watch. In one month from now, I want you to tell me how you want to have successfully forgiven him in the healthiest way possible. What does that look like? Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Sounds like a weird way to say it. I'm confusing myself. Um, So let's say that that's us. And I go, okay, so in a month from now, I want to feel really confident about myself. I don't want to think about his past porn addiction or all of these different things. Every time I look at him, I want to feel super empowered to like, we're a badass couple. We're doing all these things. Like that's what it looks like to kind of paint me a picture of what of having accomplished this already looks like. And then you can begin the process of knowing how to just do it. Like you said, Mm because I think when people don't know what forgiveness would even look like, there is no knowing how to do it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like it's so, it feels so confusing because deciding to forgive someone does not take away the feelings that are associated with it. Mm -hmm. And that is where I think most people get stuck. They go, well, I want to forgive this person, but I'm really upset right now. Mm -hmm. And so they're like, well, I I guess I I haven't and I can't forgive that person. But then that's when your why becomes bigger than your how, right? Yes. There are many times on 75 hard when I wake up at four and it's raining of like, I, I don't want to run right now. Are you kidding? I don't want to run, right? Um, my foot hurts or whatnot, <laughs> right? That would be, but I committed to it, right? Okay, I forgave them, but I'm having a really hard time today. Mm-hmm. Okay, what do you do? That doesn't mean like you're you're slipping or like maybe I didn't forgive them. No, you step into it and you remind yourself and you have a ton of accountability and support around something mm-hmm. like this, right? I'm in several groups. They know I'm doing 75 hard. Bro, everything sucks this morning. My toes fell off. I don't want to run. You know what my dudes would say? Get out there and do it anyway. Uh, boo-hoo, motherfucker. Go. You know what I'm saying? They would. And so I'm not saying that like you you have a group of women or something like that that says boo-hoo, mf you say, you go back, you talk about it, you process it and say, okay, remember why you started kind of thing. Now, this, I'm assuming this is a woman mm-hmm. writing in, mm-hmm. right? So this woman feels completely unsafe, insecure, and cannot trust the person she married. So any of those feelings that come up, I would be like, yes, I completely understand. And as a therapist here, I'm going back to this dude and so and say, Tell me about this addiction. Tell me about the serial cheating. Tell me about the massive amounts of hookups. What are you doing? Because, and I know that women and men who experience this stuff, they think that it has to do with them, but this crazy behavior that he's doing, like, has nothing to do with you. You don't, does, that, does this make sense? Mm-hmm. It impacts you, but it doesn't, it's not like originating with you. No, of course it impacts you, right? But it is not, oh, because of, well, we don't have sex too much, so I go put it in a glory hole or, 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 you know what I'm saying? This is like very impulsive, um, compulsive 
behavior, maybe some obsessive stuff or whatnot. It's like, okay, this, this is over here in this category, right? Because people that do that have other stuff going on. Not mm-hmm. to say they're the worst or broken or whatever, but it's like, okay, dude, man. And I want to say to this lady, you're not really under any obligation to stay. Like if you're saying, how do I forgive? This is driving me crazy. This is killing me. I have forgiven, but I don't want to be. It's like, um, it's like having a car and it getting totaled and the frame is bent and the insurance totaled it and everything, but you're holding on to it and say, well, I'm going to take it and, you know, take it to this welder and just scrap it up and weld it here and weld it there. But it never, ever, ever drives appropriately. And you don't and feel every safe time, in it. Yeah, you don't yeah. feel safe in it. And every time you get in it, you're like swerving over here. You're just right. like, oh, man, it's undeniable. You can't take a road trip in that car and be carefree, right? Right. Unless... Did you mean to say it's unreliable? What did I say? Undeniable? No, it's undeniable that like this that car is, is messed up. <laughs> well, it might be unreliable too. Right. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> it's, not, it's not like, oh, you got to stay, you got to stay. And I know that she's not saying that, but um, pew, sister. Yeah. I mean, I think that there's almost like several ways of approaching this because I think from a, from a like, why is my spouse doing these things? And are you still thinking that he's going to do those things? Like that's a big conversation and lots of therapy and lots of whatever, if you're wanting to stay together and that's your goal. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're like, yeah, no, we've already decided to stay together. I just, I'm just really stuck and I don't know how to forgive these things. The, the, um, I'm going to use this analogy that Seth talked about the other day where, and I can't remember who created it. It's an old saying, but it's like, if you're going through hell, don't stop right? Keep and, going. Yeah. Keep going. Mm-hmm. And, uh, the, the analogy, the way that we talked about it on the podcast, we were on someone else's podcast the other day talking about it was this idea that sometimes people will pull in actually, no, it was on our show. We talked about this sometimes. <laughs> sorry, I'm confusing. We did a bunch of recordings in one day. So, um, people will sometimes be like, well, right now, technically we're not going through hell. Technically things are good, but look at the hell we went through. I'm going to pull this hell we went through into the current totally normal state that we're in right now. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to set it in the middle of the room. Like, remember that hell, Mm. see that hell we went through. And that isn't helpful. Mm -hmm. That's hellful. That's right. (laughs) But, um, that is something that people do often when, again, cause again, it's really challenging to have a feeling of feeling hurt and not think that you have to make an, that to not think it means something right? It doesn't necessarily mean something other than you were hurt once. It doesn't... Feelings feelings aren't facts, mm-hmm. right? But we can whip them up into our mind mm-hmm. and make Froth them kind of like feeling. pseudo facts, mm-hmm. you know, and then you go off of that kind of thing. Um, but again, I'm not like dismissing any kind of feelings that you have like that. I can't believe that. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. It's like marriages definitely don't survive that. And What? Some can. Why did you just say that? What did I say? Marriages definitely don't survive that. Not, yeah, some don't. Sorry, sorry. Some don't. It's not and, and it's not something you have to stay in forever too if it's just like a, ruining your life either. I don't think that they, she's saying it's ruining her life though. Okay. So I want to be thoughtful about that because it just says, how can I forgive my husband's past hookups and porn addiction? And I mean, I think if you're not, okay, if this was me having gone through this and I decided that I wanted to say stay with Seth and he had done these things, 
I, first of all, there would be a very big, like, come to Jesus. I'm going to probably yell in your fucking face moment because I would not be able to handle that very well. So I'm just being honest. Mm -hmm. Not saying you need to do this. Please. I don't recommend yelling in people's effing faces, but that's what I would do. So I'm going to tell you from the lens of what I would do just Mm -hmm. so that there's a perspective here. Maybe that's helpful. I would need, and again, also this comes from working with women in women's group coaching, working with um, coaching clients. This is something I've seen that people tend to need to express and go through in order to heal. Not everybody's the same, but I'm just kind of putting that caveat out there. If you're bottling up any of the hurt around this situation with your husband, I don't know that healing and forgiving is going to happen for you. Because if there's any part of you that's like, I cannot believe this happened. I'm so mad at him. I blah, blah, blah. That actually needs to be processed and sort of released from your body. Now, releasing that from your body does not mean that it's aimed at him with arrows and knives. Mm-hmm. Right? That's not what I mean. It's you, just that You it, process it. You talk about yeah. it. You get accountability. You get a support group around that. Be as angry as you need to be. Be as hurt. Be as frightened, be as pissed, be as whatever, but maybe do that in the women's group coaching setting or with your therapist, but it has to get out. It has to be expressed, right? Otherwise the body keeps the score. You're going to just hold it in, hold it somewhere in your body and it's going to destroy you. Um, so, and then in the, again, in the sort of in the process of moving forward and how do I forgive my husband for these things? If you decide that you're staying together, yes, I really love him. This is just a challenging season that we're in. Then you have to tell me how you're going to grow. Kind of like the cast of vision of what you want the healing to look like thing. But what are you going to be on the other side of this entire thing? Again, we are literally talking about this in women's group coaching. We had this on a call last night talking Mm -hmm. about what does it look like on the other side of this? And I was using this analogy with uh, the women on the call. I said, all of the things that you see right now, the fact that we know each other, that we're on a call together, that you found me through a podcast that I create came from the worst time of our marriage. That was the seed of our growth. That was like the, okay, here's this little potential seed. I'm going to stick it in the dirt and bury it. And it's going to be in darkness and they're going to be confused. But if they can stay positive and grow and learn from every lesson, instead of repeating the same pattern over and over again, it will blossom and bloom into something amazing. I just thought of a really great analogy that you were talking about the seed, right? So... Our, because not just like the seed, right? Like your Uncle Gary says, everything's just trying to grow, right? And even Bob Proctor talks about that. Every single living thing just tries to grow. Mm -hmm. He's like, if you put a deadly nightshade Mm -hmm. in the same dirt right beside sweet corn, they're both going to grow. The earth doesn't care. If you put it in there, it's going to grow if conditions are right, right? Mm -hmm. And oftentimes, something shitty, terrible happens in relationships and marriages and we go, see, that's it. And mm-hmm. sometimes that's okay to be like, yo, peace, right. yeah. peace the F out. I'm done, right? Mm-hmm. But oftentimes, and this makes me sad, and I've thought about it a lot. I'm like, a lot of couples call it quits mm-hmm. when they're right there mm-hmm. because they can't bear another second of it. Now, sometimes it's completely valid. It's a choice. It's, it's fine, right? However, the sad part about it is if we would have stopped, we wouldn't do this. Mm-hmm. We wouldn't have some best friends right now. Oh, God. You see yeah. what I'm saying? Uh, so, almost so, our entire friend group is because of the podcast. So, so the analogy that I'm saying is, okay, 
what kind of dirt and environment are you in after something super shitty happened? If you're just in nothing, like trying to go alone, then you're not getting water, you're not getting sunlight, you're not getting minerals from the dirt. And for us, we had therapy, we had friends, we had we were in church at the time. We had family. We had family, all that stuff. Like, hey Seth, okay, let's let's talk to this. Hey Melanie, you have kids, let's mm-hmm. talk, let's, you know, and then some real like good coaches that kicked our ass in it and be but, like But yeah, before that, I mean in in that though, we also decided to make the podcast, which was a big, like a higher purpose. Mm -hmm. Like I don't want other people to deal with what I'm dealing with. I want to give them a resource that I couldn't find when we were going through the hardest parts of our marriage. And so that larger why it's like, what is that saying? When you find your why you can suffer through anyhow. Mm -hmm. Like when I got that bigger why I was like, you know what? We're just going to figure this out. We're going to work through it. And I, I really appreciate what you said that most couples most couple most couples call it quits at the crux of like the most pivotal I can grow moment like the the time right bef- when it's the hardest to stay in it but if they just stayed in it they could be amazing mm-hmm. on the other side most couples are like I can't take it it's too much and I get it and sometimes it's it is the right call the right call is like hey y'all actually are not a great couple for each other split that's great but most couples, um, when they, not most, well, lots of couples will give up right before mm-hmm. they really learn the lesson and could be a lot better. And then the other thing I wanted to say was one thing that I have been saying recently, again, in women's group coaching, specifically for the women who are going through a really hard time in their marriage. I wish that someone had shown me, I wish that there was some sort of like time traveling machine and I could have talked to myself back then you know, 13 years ago and said, Melanie, go through this well. And the person that you're going to be on the other side of this, she's amazing. Mm. I wish that someone had told me who I would become on the other side of all of this growth. Because at the time I'm like, this is going to kill me. Mm -hmm. Don't laugh at me. That's how it felt. I know. I was like, this is just, I can't, I can't handle this. It's the worst. And I feel like it would have been amazing to hear somebody say to me and to look me in the eye and say, if you stay in this with like a badass attitude and you're just going to rock it and you're mm-hmm. going to do it and you're going to crush it, you will be so freaking successful. Mm-hmm. Like it will transform your life. I mean, imagine if someone had come up to us and been like, okay, if you stay in this and you do it well, you'll meet Paul and Robin they'll become, their kids will be friends with your kids. You'll go to the Bahamas with them. And then you'll go to Florida with them. You'll run businesses with people that you meet through this journey. You'll create a million friendships. Mm -hmm. Like I would have been like, bring it on. Right. Uh, but the thing is, we don't know that when we're in it. You know what I'm I saying? I know. And that's what I'm saying. So that's the like that's... forward thinking. Like, so I, I'm on like day three of 75 hard. Right. And if, I, I want the day 76 self to tell me right now, like, bro, you're going to be ripped. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You're going to be at the top of your game, just like your goal was. So keep on going. Mm-hmm. Because there are certain things that if you do certain things, you will get that, like like 75 hard. Mm-hmm. 
two workouts a day, no alcohol, diet, all this stuff, mm -hmm. your body has no choice but to respond and grow right. and like get mentally stronger and physically stronger. You know what I'm saying? So there is like, that's the actual formula. That's mm -hmm. the algorithm from here to there, do this, you will get there. So think about yourself on day 76 going, yeah, hell yeah, I did mm -hmm. it, right? So I could tell couples like what, you know, something that maybe somebody could say to us when we were going through all the stuff was, listen, heal yourself, mm -hmm. don't bullshit yourself, get right, mm -hmm. have an individual vision, have a shared vision, don't be afraid of conflict, mm -hmm. and I promise you, in one year from now, if you do that, you will be completely different. Right, and again- It's like a real- formula right and it's again you have to think and act like the person you want to become right now so don't wait to act good and forgiving in six months from now do mm -hmm. it now how will that change mm. everything in your current life if you go oh i'm just gonna act that way and become it literally like mm -hmm. boom now it's amazing and it's life-changing mm. and i love it however it is it's really hard <laughs> it is really hard yeah, I mean, but that doesn't mean that it's not doable. Mm -hmm. Take it from both of us, who, ugh. We, yeah, we, yeah, ugh. <laughs> I'm That's just so thinking clear. of like how hard it was, but we did it. Right. I, I mean, it's hard because we didn't have guidance. We were just. I mean, think about how this journey was. Now, sorry, but I'm going to talk about it. Uh, it's we're pioneers, <laughs> marriage pioneers. It started when I read the miracle morning, wasn't it? Or mm -hmm. was it Brendan Bruchard? It was something maybe even before that. I, I was reading business books and then gleaning it miracle morning. It was all around the same time that I found both Brendan Bruchard and Hal Elrod and God knows why, why, why Where was I looking for business stuff? It makes zero sense. Mm -hmm. People, I didn't have a business. There was no business I was intending on creating, but I knew somewhere instinctively, or maybe because this is my second time around karmically and my dharma was letting me know. I'm just kidding. I'm not. Am I? Have we lived this life before once before? Is this just you what's told reality? me one time that you have loved me in every lifetime? I feel like I'm just crazy. living again. I feel like I'm living a thing again. I don't know how to say it. I don't know how to say it. I, and here's why: there are people that I see. And it's a sense and it's happened so many times. I could take, I can name the people, but I don't want to. I don't think that would be kind. I see them and I know something will happen with that person. I don't know what it is. I don't know the timeline of it. And I know that if I have it with that person, it also will end. It will be a time. It'll be a season. End? It'll be a, they won't be a friend of mine forever. I will know them for a time. And so you can see a person and, and it's like that? a chapter. Yes. It's like a chapter in a book and I know it, but I don't say it. Are there to any them. people like that now? Huh? Am I one of those people? No. <laughs> Am I going to die? But yeah, you are. <laughs> Everyone's going to die. That's weird. Okay. We'll talk more off camera about yeah. that, but okay. It's so let's wrap this up. I, hopefully that helps the person. What we're saying is yes, decide to forgive. Yes. It's hard as hell. Yes. You can do it. And on the same side of that. Coin. If you don't want to be with this person and you're like, I've dealt with this shit for 5, 10, right. 20 years, I am out. Yeah. You have permission to do that. So mm -hmm. I don't know if We've I'm right about that, about but that, I, yeah. I want to give you permission to do that. If you were doing that stuff for 10 years, I'm like, wait a minute, I'm X years old. Do I mm -hmm. want to like tr spend the next five years repairing this, yeah. which is not even guaranteed, and then I'm five years behind? Yeah. I will say uh, there is a lot. No. Yeah. There's a lot there of so, like you 
uh, owe yourself to know what you want to put up with. Mm -hmm. Like if this is something that you don't really see much change in and, and if you project five years out, three years out, 10 years out, 20 years out, is this something that you want to be doing? I said something to a friend of ours the other day. We talked, we were talking about something in marriage specifically. And I said, you know, that thing, um, is not something that I want in my journey. So it was actually talking about like, uh, having an open relationship. We know people who do that, whatever. And I said, you know, that's just not a part of the story that I want to write right or wrong. I don't even care. It's not a part of the story that I want to write. Um, and so if that's something that starts, you know, if Seth's like, yeah, I want to do this thing. I'd be like, Hey, peace out. I'm not doing that. That is not the story that I want to write. Cause we have the agency to choose these things. Mm-hmm. So not, life doesn't just happen to us. We can go, Hmm, I don't think I like that anymore. I mean, do it respectfully, do it kindly. But, um, yeah, you do not have to put up with something like that. Mm-hmm. You're not stuck there. Um, I don't know. Anyway, that's right. Thank so you for, again, uh, yeah. this is a, a free episode. Uh, find out more at patreon.com forward slash anatomy of us to get more info. You can subscribe. It's $6.90. Are you kidding? Three free or podcasts. Or you can pay $600.90 a month. You can pay as much as you want. It's your choice. If There's you an love open us donation and you want to give us more money, do it. Yes. All right. Good call to action. Patreon.com forward slash anatomy marriage for episodes. <laughs> Thank you guys. Thank you, current patrons. We love you and peace out. Bye. Thanks for listening to Anatomy of Us. This podcast is produced by my mom, Melanie Studley, and hosted by my dad, Seth Studley. Our show is edited and published by our producer, Reva Hansen, from Creative Media Support. Special thanks to our Patreon members that get an extra episode every week. Thanks for watching. Love you. Bye. (laughs) 